Lehman Bassey is the man behind He is the Artist, and he's joined The Antidote for a talk. Lehman, great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I have to say, I was reading the bio for He is the Artist, and it calls you an American Christian singer-songwriter. But, you know, that's too simplistic. I mean, I can see how the Christian part of it fits. But you need to tell us, is dealing with faith the center of your music? Definitely God is the center of everything that I do. I do have a secular approach, meaning for those who don't know what secular means, it means uh, mainstream, like what you would hear on the radio. I do have a secular approach to music, but I definitely, at the center of everything that I do, is God. Something else from your bio. It talks about you being from Central Islip. (laughs) So now, I'm a Canadian, so you've got to help me out. Where is that? Now, Central Islip is the town that I live in. It's in the the state of New York. Kind of like, uh, what do you guys have in Canada? It's like a, a region. Like, like how um, Vancouver and Ontario are, are like regions. It's kind of like that. So I'm in, I'm in the state of New York, and Central Islip is the town that I live in in New York. You've got to explain the name, He is the Artist. Um, well, the meaning of He is the Artist is God is the Artist. That's the meaning of He is the Artist. There's been a lot of talk lately about artists removing their music from Spotify. But really, you've gone way past that. Much of your catalog you created as Lehman Bassey, and the earlier He is the Artist music has disappeared. Does that mean you were disappointed by it? No, I just, it's just a change in direction in my music. Some of the music will be, uh, be released soon, but it's going to be in a different format. It's going to be additional songs. And to tell uh, a fuller story of, of what I was trying to get at with my music before. On Bandcamp, I was able to track down Bring Me Back to Life, which was under the Lehman Bassey name. Oh, you, well, you found that one. So definitely that was an earlier song of mine that doesn't represent what I do now. But it definitely was a part of my history. And, you know, if you, you saw it, you um, definitely is um, part of my musical growth. Well, the lyrics of that song speak about not being okay and crying out to God for help. When you cried out to him, did it work? Yes, definitely. That was actually my first song when I was at a crossroads if I really wanted to do uh, secular music or religious music. So that was actually my first song that I ever wrote on my own, actually. And that was a cry to help to God to help guide me through this transition. So that was actually a, a special song to me, but only not a song that represents my full musical capabilities, but definitely is a song that is important in my journey. You talk about them as almost if there's a wall between mainstream and Christian. Does there have to be? Can you not do both? Yeah, I definitely have. A, I definitely do both, but I do have my morality actually stops me from doing and and singing about certain things. So there definitely is a line that I have there, but they definitely can be emerged. You know, like uh, artists like Whitney Houston kind of bridge the gap um, between gospel and mainstream music. But I definitely want to go a little bit further. But obviously my my religion uh, makes me have boundaries uh, with it. 
Well, I have to say that he is the artist might be on track to be the most confusing artist I've ever spoken with. I mean, it's impossible to put you in a box. You range all over the place. EDM, R&B, soul, jazz, neo-soul. You don't like to play it safe? I definitely don't like to play it safe. I definitely like to, to do a little bit of everything to reach as many people as possible. Well, then your fans must react to those changing styles. What do they have to say? You know, some, you know, definitely it's, it's appealing to a broad range of tastes and it's okay. You know, you don't have to like every song on my catalog because it's meant to be for a different person. But I definitely want to reach the word, the word of God to as many people as possible. Then those fans that have been following you from the mainstream... Are they still accepting of you delivering a Christian message? I definitely have a different fan base from when I first started. And, um, but I do see some people, do see a repost of my original song, um, Honey. That was my first single ever. And I do see on social media, some people reposting that song from where, wherever they can find it. So uh, that's actually always nice to see. Um, but I, I definitely have a changing fan base and I, and, and that's okay. You know, God is what, what will lead me to, to salvation. Exactly. Something else about he is the artist is that you're known for cover songs. You released a really great one with your cover of Snow Allegra's I Want You Around. What grabbed you about that song to make you want to record it? You know, I saw this uh, the song in the music video, and I know uh, Snow Allegra is, is definitely... Uh, compared to Sade, and I think it's mostly because of her appearance, because her sound is not anything like uh, a Sade. You know, she's more of a smooth jazz singer. Um, and I wanted to bring a little bit more of Sade to that song, and also religion, because the music video was beautiful with her with um, Snow, Snow Allegra by the sunset. So I, I kind of wanted to make it a little bit more Sade, a little bit more smooth jazz, and have a little nostalgia to it with the uh, with the the crackles because you know a lot of times uh, actually the album cover for uh, for I want you around is uh, like black and white and I wanted to bring a, that nostalgia to it uh, with a, with a, like a lo-fi kind of vintage feel to it. Well, there's a major point of your version of I want you around, and it's that you reworked the original lyrics to reflect the Lord. Yeah, that is correct because that is the center of everything in my world. So I definitely wanted to bring God into it because, you know, I, I want you around could mean a lot of different things. Not everybody has um, like a, a lover there, but God is eternal. And God is somebody that I personally want around. Um, so many people want to around, especially during this, this tough time period. Absolutely. Cover songs leave me wondering if there's a preference. And I guess what I'm asking, is it better for an artist like yourself to do something familiar like a cover song, or to record something entirely original. See, I I, I just like cover songs. Um, I like cover songs, and I do originals as well. Um, I do what, what I enjoy doing. I have a great distributor, cover song distributor um, called Sounddrop. They focus on cover songs, and I just love doing them. So it's just just something that I love to do, um, and I also love originals as well. Uh, but you know, just. Uh, just turning something um, into uh, a, d a different form is, is what, I, what I love. 
since I brought up the Snow Allegra cover, here's another one. You did a pair of covers for the single Maxwell song, Something Something. One was straight up, and the other a disco funk version. And it was interesting because the songs came with a note from you. This two-track cover single is meant to get people dancing during this harsh pandemic. (laughs) Now, I don't know about you, but have you been doing much dancing over the past two years? See, uh, not really. I I haven't been doing much dancing, but definitely in your room anywhere, in your bedroom, in in the living room, just something to bring optimism, something fun. Um, It definitely was a a fun cover, not something to, you know, not something to, uh, you know, depress you or anything like that, which is just something meant to bring joy, um, at least for the three minutes that you were listening to it, so... Well, I know that the pandemic has affected everyone personally, but what about being an artist? How much of an effect has that had on you? It definitely limited my ability to perform places. And that was, um, that's unfortunate, but I definitely have been keeping myself busy putting out new work. There's a collaboration coming up soon, and I've just been focusing on my, my recording during this this time period. But it has been tough in terms of performing. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, it's really been unfortunate. In some cases, it's killed the artist's career. Absolutely, but I I found a way to keep going and I just have so much more new music coming because I have all this time to myself now um, that I would be, you know, on the road or something otherwise. Earlier on, I mentioned how he is the artist sometimes releases different versions of a song. One that stands out is Boom. The remastered version is about proclaiming Christ, and that was even a hit on Christian radio. The explosion version is completely different. I mean, it tells of an intimate moment with a woman. Maybe you could explain them. Yeah, so Boom is definitely a Christian version. It's about, I, I say, Jesus Christ in there. So that definitely is about God and Jesus Christ. So um, the the love version is is the song just about, you know, well, it is about a woman, um, but it's just about just bringing two lovers together and um, and just cherishing those moments. And the explosion version is a little bit, has a hip-hop kind of flavor to it. Um, but it's definitely just a fun version to dance to and to enjoy, depending on your your taste and your preference. You know, I just, I just have fun doing different versions of um, of, of things, just just like the, how there's different versions of the Bible. There's different versions of of my songs. That's a good way of putting it. I never would have thought of it that way. We should talk about the 2019 EP, The Book of Mary, from He Is the Artist. Christians often neglect Mary. What was it that made you want to record this? Um, it definitely was about, um, I have two songs on there um, with the word virgin in it. So it definitely was uh, talking a lot about um, like this Me Too era and all these other things um, that are kind of geared towards women and, and, and their rights. And I just wanted to go into just discussing, uh, having a, a musical conversation about um, sex, and because a lot of times it's not not discussed on, in Christian music, but I didn't want, want to leave the door open to discuss those type of things. 
You certainly do that on the Book of Mary. I guess I'm thinking of the first two songs, as you were mentioning, Virgin and If I Were a Virgin Again. The songs are about regrets. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's about regrets, but um, you know, you're not alone in this. And I just want to make make it um, known that there's a lot of people out there going through through things, and that they're they're not alone. You were talking about your time in the mainstream and your new role in performing as a Christian artist. Do you ever regret the past in the mainstream? Um. It definitely helps me to be a little bit more free in my Christian writing because um, I don't have those uh, inhibitions or or think or you know I, I can really sing about the topics I want to sing about and especially because um, especially the Book of Mary that was um, one that's very daring in the Christian um, realm to really talk about because sex is not a sin obviously before marriage we we condemn that. But um, I definitely wanted to have those those conversations. And so I definitely don't regret my time in the mainstream because it helped, helped me be more free in talking about these tough topics. Well, then I'm curious as to how Christians have responded to those songs. They've been accepting of them, or have they had questions for you about that? Oh, there are definitely questions that do arise. You know, I'm, that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm here to open up the Christian religion into just having tougher conversations, especially because um, there was a, a supermodel out, out there, well, actually, was Miss, she was Miss USA named Chesley Christ. And uh, it's ironic that her name is Christ, but it's spelled K-R-Y-S-T. And she recently committed suicide. And I just wanted to um, open up the floor to conversations so things like that don't happen, especially people who are going to church every Sunday and still not feeling like their their voice is being heard by God. And I just wanted to open up the floor to, you know, those type of people, which is the, probably the majority, but we'll never know because, you know, they're suffering in silence. I want to bring up topics that Christians often don't want to talk about, that we should be talking about. Do you think you'd ever have a song that you would say would be off limits for you to, to speak about? in a song um there definitely is no topic like that especially because you know everything is about you know spiritual growth especially the book of mary that really opened up um my real thoughts about things um, before then it was kind of just like i was alluding to things but i wasn't actually saying it but that album really opened up the floor to pretty much anything anything that, you, that a person is suffering with just to kind of speak on it and and set their soul free. I want to bring in another song from the Book of Mary, Childish, the dance hall remix. The lyrics say, They want to know why I'm childish. Can't be street in the middle of the week, but on the weekend, I'm a thug. I said I'm childish. Remember the good days, people. And so many of us tend to look at the past and say, Oh, those were the good days. Do you ever do that? Oh, yeah, definitely I do. But it's about reflecting on um, your past. And sometimes it's not always, always positive. It's really about childhood trauma. So, you know, sometimes when we look back at the good days, we see also the, the bad things that we did or the bad things that happened to us. A song about reflecting on those things and 
and just trying to heal from from everything that that you went through. Then what about you personally, Lehman? Do you have things that you regret from your past? Um, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> the, the, my song Honey was definitely really sexually driven. Yeah, so um, I definitely, I would say I'm, um, as, as I'm a Christian artist, I'm more of like a, a reborn Christian, I guess you could say. Because mm-hmm. cause at first, um, you could definitely tell that I was not a practicing Christian because of what I was putting out and... Uh, you know, I'm just re- I'm reborn Christian and growing every day. So that's that's how uh, I'll put it. So as you see me putting out work, um, people who are who are just converting, we're com- we're all growing together. A few minutes ago, you hinted at new music coming out, and the rumor mill has it that you have a new release that's on its way. Can you give us some details? Yes, it's uh boom love version so it's actually a re-release of that song and um it's, it's going to and have a special remix coming um it's a grammy award-winning gospel artist is on there and i'm i'm really thrilled about that and especially for the for the remix nobody has heard the remix yet so that's exciting for me <laughs> and when can we expect that uh, sometime i have i don't have a release date yet but it's going to be within the next couple of months well i would say next next uh two three months great i've been asking you about all kinds of things but here's the important one why do you create music i create music well one the first one is now for god you know god is the one who leads me to create what he wants me to to create and also to open open the minds and of people in the Christian religion, because um, we have too many people dying of suicide, even pastors, um, of just internal turmoil. I want to open the doors for them to really speak on what they want, what they need to speak on. I've got to say, Lehman, I really appreciate you taking time for the antidote. Thanks for this talk about he is the artist. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you.